Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of Life, Love, and Existential Dread. My name is Brian Arada. I'm a film composer in Los Angeles, California. My co-host is Nathan Shelton. He's an actor, writer, producer, and a horror aficionado in Chicago, Illinois. And Hi. we have another one. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> but Hello. As, if, you're, if you're watching this, you may have noticed... We have got another person on with us, a, f- a mutual friend of ours, Kevin Kepi, another oh, horror aficionado. A lovely smiling us. face. Look at that! Look at that face! The face! Look at that! We can, you can't. He's got to be on camera. Look at all that. That's great. Face. <laughs> we should all we should all give the give the smile too. Just uh, all three of us give the creepy the creepy smile. But it it is creepy smile. <laughs> it's creepy smiles all around. Welcome to the show, Kevin. How you doing? Doing okay. Thanks for having me, Brian and Nathan. So happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you on. We're happy to have you. Yeah, a fellow yeah. Angelino. You got so many great things to talk about. There's lots of history between all three of us. I uh, got a lot of questions for you, Kevin. Um, but let's yeah. first start. Let's first start with the big one. You're in a gigantic movie right now. The movie is called Smile, and your mm-hmm. character, if I if I remember this correctly, the character's name is Nightmare Mom. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Or you can call me Nightmare Mommy if you want to. But <laughs> okay, Nightmare Mommy. Nightmare, you can Nightmare, be my Nightmare Mommy, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie a... is number two. Uh, it has been the the or number one in the box office. For, sorry, not number two. Number one in the box office in the U.S. box office for two weeks solid. So two weeks mm-hmm. solid. Extremely high rating on RottenTomatoes.com. Not just with critics, but with the audience as well. I think it's and with like us up. Upper set, cool. uh, up us as well, and been a huge fan of Kevin all all along, all the way from Dracula all the way through now. So, uh, yes. if you can take if you can take us with a little bit of the history of how you got the role in this gigantic movie, Smile, Kevin, uh, tell tell us how you got that role, please. Well, absolutely. Uh, thanks, Brian. Um, yes, and uh, definitely good to be here. But uh, it was a pleasure to do Smile to be a part of it, and. Uh, I was working my part-time job and just, I had, a, was outside chatting with uh, my manager at the time and checked my email. I got an email and it was, uh, from the casting, uh, director of, from, from Paramount. So she had contacted me asked if I was available for uh, a meeting with the director over zoom, uh, in an, an hour and a half time from that, that point in time, it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatnot. So so I just had had a casting agent or a casting director contact me via email and I uh, said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'm going to be home. Let's do it. And I uh, went home, did all that kind of stuff and uh, just got on Zoom. And it was her and Parker Finn, the, the, the director and writer of, of the movie and uh, who is a very awesome guy. And so, yeah, just did a little audition here in my home, just as you see behind me. So, uh, so I auditioned, I did the movements. They, uh, Parker wanted me to do the different movements, uh, that I do in the movie and just to see how I move and how I react and stuff like that. Just as, you know, as it goes for an actor. So did that, did the audition, they, they record on zoom, um, reviewed it, had the producers look at it presumably. And, uh, and then, yeah, I was cast from there. And, uh, after that point in time, I was working with, uh, ADI, Amalgamated uh, Dynamics Incorporated uh, here in L.A. Uh, they were the, the creature shop that was in charge of the movie. <clears throat> so 
Alec Gill- Gillis and Tom Woodruff Jr. And so uh, they were the guys in charge of that. So as soon as I was cast, I started working with those guys. I gave them my light cast. And granted, I know I'm going into more that you probably didn't ask for right now. No, but, no, no, but no, no, no. Let's hear it yeah, all. But, I want to hear it all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but at that point in time, uh, yeah, working with those guys, uh, there was another creature actor on the movie uh, called uh, his name is Martin Matulis. He is a, a pretty. He's done a lot of work. I say he's pretty well known, but a lot of people probably don't know him. But he probably he's done a lot of work. Uh, for instance, he was in the Studio Six 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 Foo Fighters movie. Uh, he was uh, he was the the caretaker or whatnot. So oh, yeah. you got to see his face. He has some he has some makeup on and stuff like that. So I think that was his last in person face role. And he did a bunch of different creatures on. I think it's the this. Uh, I think it's the Peacock. Uh, channel or it might be Paramount Plus. I think it's Peacock. Um, but anyways, for the, the show called Evil that just recently came out, and so he did on multiple Paramount. characters. That's on is it Paramount? Paramount? Okay, yeah. so he did multiple characters on that. So anyways, so they brought him in and me, and uh, and it was up to ADI and the director to uh, see. Uh, there were two creature roles in the movie for Smile, the one I played and the one that. That Marty eventually that played that uh, that we all get to see now on the screen. So uh, so we both did that's our, our movements there, and they selected what you know one person's gonna be in the creature suit, and another person was gonna um, have the hallway scene and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, from that, uh, ADI recorded some stuff and sent it to the director, and they all made choices, and they they uh, they said, okay, Kevin, you're gonna be Nightmare Mom, and Marty, you're gonna be uh, the Monstrosity, is what it's called. And so the monstrosity is, is the name of the of the creature um, that you see um, at the end of the movie. Uh, and it, so uh, the actual in the movie, you get to see a little bit of my face. But so, yeah, you do like across the whole yeah. screen. It's like a close up. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I don't want to say a whole lot of spoilers because, yeah. like, you know, like because um, the nice thing about uh, Paramount has done a really, really good job. And so is Parker and everybody involved in, in this for for many reasons, uh, marketing uh, has been incredible, but also too uh, is the the trailer and the promotional videos. They haven't given anything away. Yes, uh, they agree. Uh, people think that uh, they they're going in because everybody's smiling, so they think this the smile is infectious. But you have no idea what the smile means or what it's about. Um, I've had multiple people come up to me and say, uh, you know, I had no I, I had I had an idea what it might be about. But I really didn't know. And so therefore, uh, the studio, Paramount, did a really good job in not spoiling anything. And they left everything up to the viewer, the audience, when they're watching it. And so that's why I'm very careful right now, uh, since the the movie's been out for three weeks now, and not everybody's seen it. So, uh, yeah, but it's really good, and everybody should see it. It's real fun. Totally agree, Kevin. It's such a good horror movie. And uh, really, really, I took my my son to go see it. We both absolutely loved it. Super proud of you, of course. But the movie, you know, your parts aside, (laughs) is just it's stellar. (laughs) It's it's really a good atmospheric, creepy horror movie. It's got a lot of jump scares, but it has that general feeling of dread that I think any good horror movie needs. Um, there's elements of some other great horror movies that in there, like uh, It Follows, things like that. Uh, it's got that kind of creeping dread to it. And I, I really, I really found, even though it has, you know, elements of other 
of other great horror movies, it is something I think that is very original and unique. And that is not often the case in Hollywood movies uh, today. So kudos to everybody involved in the movie. It's fantastic. Yeah, likewise. I agree. And and one thing I want to add in here, the, the main actress is Sosie Bacon, who is Kevin Bacon's daughter. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And her face is on the poster. But then, man, i known you, Kevin, for a long time, and you were smiling at the beginning of this whole thing. I was like, man, that dude should be on the freaking poster. Look at that smile. I mean, the name of the movie is Smile. Look at this guy's smile. He should have his own poster. You know what I'm saying? So that was, yeah, my, that was be, my— That'd be nice. What, when I first learned that you were in the movie, I was like, dude, have him on the poster. Look at that smile. Come on. So, but anyway, the main, the main stars on the poster, obviously, but blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, but I will say, um, if, if I were on the poster, oh, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Yeah. If I were on the poster, that would be a huge spoiler. It would, it would give away a lot of stuff. Okay. So that's okay. Forget, okay. okay. Forget that. Forget I, that then. All right. And, and, and actually in Sosie's, uh, Sosie's not the one smiling on the poster. It's, it's the other lady. The oh, one, it's the oh, one sorry. from the, it's the one from the the first scene, the the one that starts the, yeah. this story oh. going. The the oh, I'm sorry, of, my fault. Sosie, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, my fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, yeah. I just, I just saw that woman. I was like, no, nah, come on, look at this guy. He, he should be on there. Anyway. And what a great marketing <laughs> campaign too. The viral marketing that they were doing, showing up at at events and ball games and smiling behind the camera for news crews and things like that. Um, just, I love it when movies get really experimental with their marketing, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like Blair Witch-esque what they did. It's, it's just, it's really, I love, I love clever marketing like that, especially when you have a, a smaller movie. I know it's not a huge, huge budget that they had for this thing. Um, and, uh, it's, it, it's definitely had an effect The The word of mouth about it alone from their marketing and everything fueled people going to see it and then people seeing it yes. and then telling their friends to go see it. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a great, great horror movie for those of us who love horror. I think, uh, I've heard only rave reviews. So congratulations again on, on that and the success of the movie, but also just making just a damn good movie. Not just, you know, sometimes, sometimes movies are successful and they're not good, you know, like not, not artistically, you know, they're just, you know, cash cows. This is not, this is, this is a truly a, just a, a really good movie. Um, well-directed. You could definitely tell that the director mm-hmm. had a vision and that everything in the movie really lends towards that vision. It, you know, it didn't, uh, the characters were intriguing and the, the script was great and great effects. It was, it was all, all around just really awesome. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, and Parker Finn, I'll say it again, is the writer and director and uh, for those who don't know, he wrote a he wrote this movie as a short initially. Uh, so it was a short, and he put a lot of time and, and energy and effort, uh, I presume, because it was, it was, you you see it. And it was well. I forgot what festival um, he a big festival that he had shown it, and it was like an audience favorite kind of thing. Um, and then Nathan is kind of like with with you and me, and you know, and and and, uh, uh, and Brian as well with Shadow, with Shadowbound. Uh, you know, it was also an, an audience favorite. Uh, Shadowbound is. Uh, a web series, uh, six episodes, right? Is that right? Five. Some time. Uh, five, five episodes. Five episode web six, series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that uh, Kevin and I produced um, and Brian did all the music for back in, what, 2013 or something? 13, 14. 14. We were making it in 13. It came, I think it came out in 14. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something that, so 
it kind of harkens to that as well is that um, Nathan wrote that and directed a lot of it or was showrunner runner over a producer as well. And uh, we put a lot of energy, heart and effort into it, got, got the good people together. And I feel as of what probably Parker did for his short, I guess I presume. Uh, and it was well received by the audience. Kind of like how Shadowbound was really well received by the audience when we did festivals and stuff like that. And uh, and then Paramount picked it up from there and you know made it into a feature, and that's just amazing. So it is. so that's a, that is it's a good testament. Uh, and I I hear from other people too is that that's why it's quality um, because there's a lot of time and attention. I think Parker mentioned I saw it at the West Coast premiere in Santa Monica about three weeks ago uh, when it first came out before uh, it was premiered uh, nationally. And uh, Parker had said something like, uh, somebody asked a question that, like, how, how, how much time do you take to, to prepare before, uh, before you get to set and, and all that kind of stuff. And he said, like, he has been prepared. He prepares well in advance, storyboards, everything, like a year in advance or whatever, way in advance. So he knows, and that's great. Um, so whenever he gets a set, they know exactly the, the shots and the storyboards. I mean, it's all set up. Uh, and you can troubleshoot any problems and you just get go and you're not, uh, you're making, you're doing, uh, you're using, making best use of your time efficiently. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very tricky with horror, uh, and also comedy, but especially horror, it's because it's timing and you have to know, like, are you doing a jump scare? How are you doing a jump scare? Uh, is it, a how do you cliche? build and release is, that tension? Yeah, yes. exactly. It's just like comedy, the reveal, comedy and yes. horror are the two that timing matters the most in. The rhythms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and and Kevin, with your experience with uh, you know, uh, we we were all on Dracula together as well, the stage play and uh, uh, Shadowbound and everything. You got plenty of experience with horror. I mean, how many, you know, you can add all that stuff into your character for this movie. And well, I can't imagine that they'd have a bunch of, you know, retakes or anything with you uh, being on set with all your experience. Am I am I right on that? Oh, thank you, Brian. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I, I know what for one of my. Uh, first, um, my first scenes, uh, there were multiple takes, but I think there was this kind of like a lighting issue. It was a very tricky lighting issue. And that's another thing with horror. You gotta be careful of like what you show and, and lighting is all, it's very specific and sound. That's why at horror movies, it's a, it's a, it's a complete art form. It's a, it's such an amazing art form. Um, and us horror fans, like if you don't do it right, um, you can roll your eyes or whatever you can tell. And you, you you, you, you lose some people will get scared at whatever if you if you drop a glass or you like I don't know whatever but but us horror fans we like the good stuff and we can tell like what's good and what's not uh, but so I think of my stuff I mean we did multiple takes on several different things but you know whether it's on my behalf or theirs but you know they were they're were moving along pretty efficiently and it was a great crew it was a great Great studio to work with, great crew, great cast, makeup artists were amazing. Um, couldn't I can't say enough about it. And uh, with ADI uh, in the shop, Tom Woodard Jr., it was it was uh, it was amazing. It was a wonderful experience. Well, well and th- uh, this this movie for you, Kevin, you've been out in LA now for how how long? Almost four years. Okay, four years. Uh, we're all from. Well, we're not all from, but we're all. We all met each other back in Missouri. Uh, Kevin and I met in 2008 um, doing that production of uh, the second production that we did of Dracula. And um, and uh, 
Brian was out in L.A. by that point, but did all the music again for that production of it and uh, saw video of it and saw video of Kevin. Kevin was absolutely terrifying. Kevin came into the audition. And it, was. it was like, let me yeah. interject here. I mean, I seen video of Kevin on that thing. You truly inspired some of the music for Dracula. Definitely. Yeah. Your yep. performance, wow. your, your, your face, your actions, your movements are like inhuman, inhuman. <laughs> and so I'm like, how am I going to create music for this actor who can act like he's not human? You know, yeah. it was, it was that, it was that, I'm, I'm not kidding, Kevin. Is that truly That's that awesome. level? And, and that and, truly inspired the music for, for the second production of Dracula. Yeah. Wow. And what was so great also was, you know, Kevin, you were basically what would be considered for stage, like kind of like a featured extra, right? In that, in yeah. that we brought, we, Kevin was in, he was in the ensemble. Uh, you hadn't done a lot of acting by that at that point in your life, right? Or any. Correct. Yeah. So I took classes at the Springfield Little Theater, traveled to Europe for a while, came back and Dracula was my first, first play, first theater performance, acting, everything. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so I felt very yeah. lucky to have you come in, but it wasn't just your talent you you have a great look being so tall and your bone structure and everything i've often told you you're my favorite person to put makeup on um obviously um but the it was your work ethic i think that was the most impressive thing and you threw yourself 1 billion percent into it and you know it's a it was a community theater production right so it's like it you you had varying levels of of skill and varying levels of uh, experience and uh, you know we were all just pouring everything we had to make that thing and to try to get it you know to work right and um it was an exceptional experience and a large part of that was you and we all you know it kind of became a joke in the rehearsal process but we would say you know Kevin Kepi ladies and gentlemen right because yeah. every time you would come in you would even be there on days that you weren't specifically called. Um, and because of that, we wound up throwing you into scenes that you were yeah. never going to be in originally and just putting you into them in the background or movement or all these and different the things. And you got the all captain. these parts in there oh, because, wow. and you became I such an integral that. physical part of that show that, I mean, you're, you were in damn near every scene. It seemed like because you were there all the time and you were giving your energy, your life, your passion, everything into the process. And that meant so much to those of us on the, the production. And that we're also doing that. And to the actors and everybody, uh, you know, you were very much a part of that family and getting that, you know, and getting that off the ground. And so it was really it became like this magical thing. And so like after that, I was like, well, shit, whatever I produce, I got to have this guy in it. You know, I, I got to have Kevin in it because you were just so great to be around. Um, and then we got to be friends during that show, of course. And then, you know did some more things together, some things acting together in other shows and stuff. And then you doing other shows with me, uh, working in the back end too sometimes. And then, you know, eventually growing into being production, you know, production partners. Uh, you are a production partner of mine with Arcane. We, we work together f to produce uh, theater and film uh, projects like Shadowbound with Arcane. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, you had always been kind of moving towards this uh, creature performer uh, persona, you know, having idolized Doug Jones and other other creature performers and having that skill set and having that unique look and being able to tap into something that not everybody can. And I think so many people told you that too, like, you know, that you, you need to be doing this and eventually outgrowing Missouri enough to just needing to get out and doing yeah. it. And now seeing the success starting to come your way, it's just so 
thrilling and just satisfying for for me. I know for other people who know you because you're not only incredibly talented, but just like the nicest and hardest working guy. So nobody deserves it more. But, you know, the happy about smile, but also these other things you're doing, too, because, you know, you were in um, the Disney Channel show. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And then the upcoming Guillermo del Toro uh, show too. Let us oh, yeah, yeah. talk because we, everybody wants to hear about these things. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, and I will, but let me, let me backtrack real quick because I don't want to lose Dracula. Um, Dracula in 2008 was, uh, was the biggest thing and still one of the biggest things that, uh, is important to me in my life because not only did it, uh, create so much, of uh, my my passion uh, and to to learn what acting was and also to, to be like a, a creature monster uh, villain on stage and what it means night after night after night after night after night um, getting into the makeup every day and working with people and then uh, Nathan occasionally stabbing you in the eye with a brush and telling you it's your fault you moved uh, <laughs> um, it was such a thrilling thing. Uh, uh, in times, in times in life when there are really big challenges and conflicts, uh, the people that are around us, uh, just like going to war, like those become your brother, your family, your, your, your brothers and sisters, your family. And then you just you, you hold on to them for the rest of your life because you've been through an, an amazing thing. And that's how I feel with uh, with Dracula, uh, with you, Nathan, with Adam, uh, with with Adam Nolan, with with the full cast. Uh, many of my fellow cast members are here in L.A., uh, T.G. Peterson, uh, Melissa, Sean Young, um, uh, lots of other people. And um, it was such an amazing thing. It was such an amazing experience for me. And uh, yes, I went into that first first audition and you're, you said you had some, uh, you know, some sides there for, for, so I read for Seward and I was telling my girlfriend Anna about this like two nights ago. And I, I remember I went home and I was just like taking a shower. I'm like, I really, really hope I don't get sewered. I don't want sewered. I don't want sewered because there's lines and there's like emotion and stuff like that. Um, I was not ready for it, not prepared. But then you're like, well, there's actually these extra roles as, as vampires. And then you cast me as a vampire. And man, I just, I loved it. And yeah, I loved being there every day because it was a great time, great team. And, uh, and it really showed me what kind of what life is about. Uh, and working and, and, and having uh, doing a theater production as well as a film production. And so that all really helped to point me to where I'm at today and where I'm going and, and my work ethic, uh, my, my ethic, my heart, my mind, my energy. Um, it was amazing. And uh, stealing scenes from Dracula uh, during that one scene uh, where I'd come on with my hands off to the side uh, and people would call me smiley guy on on the street because I'd be smiling. Um, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Even even then. <laughs> yeah, even I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. They call me smile. They call me smiley guy. It was funny. But uh, yeah, that all led me to here now. What was the question? Ah. <laughs> uh. Just, oh, just, quest. yeah, and just, uh, you know, you're, you're, you could t talk about anything in your career and kind of leading you towards this life as yes. a creature performer. I know you took classes out there in LA clowning classes yes. and, um, you work as a, as a haunt clown, you know, and a scare actor and you do, you know, you have a passion for horror and, um, and especially, you know, a, a, a unique skill set, not only because of the way that your body is shaped and your face is shaped, but your ability to kind of get into these different characters uh, physically, as opposed to a lot of actors who 
you know, might be physical actors, but use their voice more. You have this gift that is uniquely you, um, in that you can emote almost more so physically, you know, and mm-hmm. more directly in a physical way, uh, than you, mm-hmm. than you do typically, uh, verbally like, uh, and not everybody has that skill set. So leading yes. that into well, you. where you're going now. And I, could, I couldn't I couldn't agree with that more, particularly in Shadowbound, the costumes you had in there, the makeup and everything like that. It's like you feel that this is a dreadful, unsettling presence in the room with you right now. And all I'm doing is watching this on screen, and I'm trying to translate these things into music and everything. I was like, again, what is this person <clears throat> doing, this, this amazing actor who is transforming himself to something that doesn't seem human? It's truly an aberration. Uh, of sorts mm. and, and, and it's just so engaging and again inspired me musically uh, on on both those projects dracula and shadowbound absolutely that's awesome thank you brian that's awesome to hear that's i remember really brian cool. even truly. called no, me truly brian, yeah you brian called me when after he saw the scene where you crawl down the wall and up onto my uh-huh. bed you know and we were so specific in shooting that scene and it was that was a remember that was a long night getting all that yeah. in there and uh, trying to make that work um, on our meager budget that we had and just some amazing uh-huh. work and ideas from Dan Smiley, who's out there in LA and Matt Lathram who are out there and, and helping put that together. But when you, um, uh, when you did that, Brian called me and he was just raving about that scene and how excited he was and how he knew how to write the music for it. He just completely unlocked it. Cause you know, Brian and I were very in touch during that time about what we wanted when we wanted silence, how silence was important at times. And just, uh, sometimes tones were more important than music and shock and you know, all that, but you played the main creature in Shadowbound as a, also being a producer on the, on the piece and a director of, uh, episode five. But, um, but, Moving through that whole process, you played, I don't know how many different entities, um, at least four different entities, but you also were the main entity, the main creature and uh, that was in it throughout and such an amazing experience. Um, and uh, I love that picture that I still use that picture a lot. <laughs> the one with you and me on the bed with Jesus looking over us in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your chins are up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's totally normal. Yeah, we're just like, it's totally yeah, normal here. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Look like, at us. <laughs> Look at us lying around here. Look at Guy us. Guy and monster yeah. in love. <laughs> yeah, but like laying on that <laughs> yeah. big ornate bed and both of us are just like, you know, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if anybody wants to see that photo, that's definitely on my, I don't know what you call it, like uh, the cover photo on my Twitter profile page. So I've had that on there for a while. So if anybody's yeah. curious and listening I, to this, yeah, check out my Twitter. That's the one we're yeah, talking we'll, about. Yeah, <laughs> we'll throw it up right now. It's yeah. And, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> on the video. But yes, it's great picture, great times. But that's led you on into proceeding down that path. You when you started producing your own things too, outside of Arcane's projects, started, you know, you were producing a Buffy stage show and a horror anthology show and all these other things that you started doing and you were getting in front of and behind camera and in front of the stage on, you know, on the stage and behind it and kind of learning everything, um, which is another skill set that not everybody has, but that those of us that do that really enjoy that in that we can, you know, it almost, it enhances all other aspects of your art to understand other aspects of the collaborative form that is theater or film. Um, But moving into where you are now, all of that kind of leading you forward and progressing you into where you are now um, in Los Angeles, uh, working actor, um, also working a lot behind the screen doing makeup with your amazingly talented girlfriend, uh, Anna, as well, um, working with different amazing 
artists and getting to meet all these like idols of mine, <laughs> you know, and yours, I'm sure. But like I, growing up as a makeup guy, you know, just getting to meet all these people. And you just went to uh, Son of Monster Palooza and we're signing autographs there um, and meeting fans already uh, from Smile and all sorts of other things. Um, but tell us about some of the other great opportunities that you've recently had as a creature performer or, you know, as a performer in general out there in Los Angeles, um, some of these other film projects that are um, either out right now on streaming or getting ready to come out. Absolutely. Uh, I'll just backtrack and, and start uh, the first production. The first, my first big thing to come out uh, is the quest. Uh, it's on Disney plus. It came out in May. Uh, it's currently available to be seen. And for me, you know, I have I've done a lot of theater, done a lot of film uh, in, in Missouri and, uh, and in a, little, a little bit here even uh, before that. But whenever I came out, uh, people always want to know, uh, what have you done that I've seen? And, you know, granted, I can say like there's stuff like on, on YouTube, like things I've done with uh, Jason Brazier and Brittany Greer and then our stuff, Nathan, you know, <clears throat> like Shadowbound and all those things. Uh, but what they want to see is like what TV show is out there that's been produced by a big studio or a big movie or whatever. So on my behalf, the quest was the first big one. And that was released in May uh, where I played two creature uh, characters in episodes one and three, um, the witch of the Fortetier and uh, the serpent of the Saurian dunes was uh, episode three. Uh, those are really fun characters. Uh, had a lot of fun. We shot that in, um, in Napa Valley and uh california here at a really cool like winery castle it's a real fun show it's a it's a part fantasy part reality show where everything is scripted uh but there are like kids i don't know how many around 10 or something that are having this reality show experience a reality experience uh where they don't they know things are you know are probably not real or whatever but they don't know uh and all the, the performers say their lines but there's also a lot of uh um, additional things that may need to be said. So, for instance, this is uh, one of the things I really enjoy uh, as, a, as an actor. I'm an actor first, and I love creature acting and per creature performance. So the quest was a good opportunity for me, especially to use my full skill set. Uh, I love clowning. I've been to clown school here in, um, in L.A. went through the clown school program, and there's tons of clown school classes there available, too. And uh, so it allowed me to be who the character and more. So I had scripted lines and I said my lines when the kids were there, you know, they had two teams. I had like uh, the normal camera team and then the live, the live uh, camera uh, crew team. And so you really have to, it was a good opportunity for me to use a lot of my different strengths that I love getting to makeup, becoming this bizarre character movement and saying, saying lines. But also, too, I, I had to say certain things that were maybe uh, going wrong uh, or not wrong, um, that were not scripted for the kids. The kids may say something. The kids maybe need me move over here or whatever. So it allowed me to improv and work with the kids just as you would um, as an actor in theater. Or I, I've, I've done murder and mystery theater for, for a number of years at Pithing Castle in Springfield. And so you have to work with the audience at that point in time, uh, not only just with your lines and stuff. So uh, it was very, it was an immersive experience, and I really enjoyed it. And so the, I love those characters, a lot of fun. And Spectral Motion did uh, my makeup on that one, uh, and it was 
out of the park awesome and great to work with them. Loved it. I uh, love those guys. And, and then Smile is out now. Worked with ADI on that and uh, you talked about. And that was an awesome experience. And that's still going on. And another big one coming out on October 25th. Uh, through the 28th is, on Netflix is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities that I'm he produced. I'm so excited for that. Whoa, yeah, So dude. excited. Wow. Yeah. And you're in two episodes <laughs> or three episodes of that? Two episodes for me, yeah. 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 Which ones are you yeah, in? So, oh, excellent. Uh, yeah. I'm in one episode called The Viewing, which was okay. directed by Panos Cosmatos. Mm -hmm. uh, he wrote it and directed it. And uh, the other uh, episode is Graveyard Rats, which is, I believe, the last episode uh, that was uh, written and directed by uh, Vincenzo Natali, uh, who I'm a big Cube fan. Uh, yes. He directed Cube. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Didn't he write Cube, so too? He wrote it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's all coming up on Netflix. And so, yeah, I played two uh, creature roles in that one and uh, worked with Spectrum Motion again uh on the viewing and that was an amazing another amazing ex experience and great look and you'll get a chance to see what it looks like and then i uh, worked with my kill my kill and my kill creations uh for the last one on graveyard rats and that was awesome so um i am incredibly grateful about all these experiences and opportunities i've been given and uh just always do the best i can and just like just like nathan said like um uh dracula allowed me to really have the the skill set, the knowledge, and the ability to like come in and be part of a team, have the team be welcome me, and we're all there together. There's this huge like, you know, just like for theater, like uh, or in film, like uh, curtain is this date. We have to have we have so many rehearsals, then like a tech rehearsal dress, uh, and then like we're off to the races. So, so it's all a collaborative effort, and I love that kind of collaborative effort in creating art. Uh, it's it's what I just thrive on that and I just love it. So, um, and working with these productions too for the, the quest and smile and cabinet curiosities, the same deal. It's all a collaborative effort and, uh, we're all players in life. We're all players on the stage, you know? And so we all play our part in this thing called life. And just like we just do the best we can, or hopefully we can do the best we can and what we're, we, and what we've been given. So, and that's what I like about that. And so working with you, Nathan, and then Brian with your awesome music, we all came together and created something amazing with Dracula. And then again in Shadowbound. And, you know, we're going to do it again some point in time with something else. I know we have to. So, yeah, I just I just love that myself. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. <laughs> me too. I, oh, that's man. Our, the old motto for Arcane is do the do the kind of work you love with the people you love. Uh, because yes, if, you, if there's love there and you, you're passionate about what you're doing and you're passionate about the people you're doing it with, whatever the end result is, it's always going to be just amazing because everybody is giving everything that they have um, into it. And yes. there's so much love. And with that love comes awesomeness. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Love all that, Kevin. And I, I, I you know, can't get say enough about you and everything. But I just have one more question for you, if you're willing to answer, is like, what what got you into this genre? I mean, this is a very specific genre. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan, but I've get into it being working on these projects with Nathan and tremendous actors like you and yourself. Um, what got you into it? What were, what's kind of your <laughs> origin story uh, that, that 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 led you down this path? That's the that's the last question I had for you. That's a great question, Brian. And let me do a little thinking here. Um, I've always been a fan. Okay, uh, you probably can't see it back there. Um, 
But I just was talking to my girlfriend about this a couple of weeks ago because I got this little thing at, at a, I think, Mystic Museum in Burbank. And I love the, love the shop. It's a great horror shop. Make mm-hmm. sure to visit if you're there in Burbank. I have, and yeah, it's great. When I was two or three years old, um, I, I have a really early memory for a lot of different things. Uh, but I remember when I was two or three years old, I was living the farm in Iowa, and uh, we had a black and white TV, a big TV in the living room. I remember... You know, at those days, I was big into Muppets. This is before I even start, uh, saw Star Wars. <clears throat> Muppets were my thing. and uh, But, you know, it's kind of lonely. And uh, I had a lot of loneliness and kind of sadness as a, as a kid. I just felt it, really. Um, but during that time, uh, my, the TV would be on, like, like afternoons or Saturday afternoons. And the, the monsters would come on. And then I just really loved watching the monsters at, like, two or three years old. And then... For some reason, somehow, I think my parents were doing something. They're, I think they're building somebody's building a shelf in, in the living room, and um, the creature from the Black Lagoon was on. And so I saw the creature and going to the water, come out in the boat and stuff like that, and a girl screaming and this stuff. And I saw this weird creature thing. I didn't know it was not real, uh, but it looked weird. And I was, it was, it was, I was, um, I was enchanted by it. It, it fascinated me. And it just, I just really loved watching that. And I didn't know what it was and I didn't know the name of it at the time. So, uh, but yeah, I think that is probably where it all began for me. Uh, and just earlier on in life, you know, like I just, I've always just really just loved it, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it's that early stuff. I've always just had that attraction for it. When I saw interview the vampire in, in the movie theaters, I love that, yeah. you know, um, lots of different horror movies and, um, I used to have really bad teeth and um, I got braces in my late twenties, but I had really bad teeth. So I had fangs like here. And so they would stick out a little bit more and I'd have kids tease me saying like, uh, like I would scare them uh, on, a, on a, not with purpose, with purpose, but I would scare them because I like these fangs and they would say, you make a, you make a great monster. You're a monster, you know, like you're a scary vampire. And then I'm like, so so I hurt my, you know, my self-esteem a little bit, but at the same point in time, like, yes, maybe I am a vampire. Yes, maybe that maybe this is who I am or what I should be doing or whatever. And so it's weird how it all comes together in a lot of different ways. And um, and you meet people like Nathan, and then he casts you in this thing, and then he tells you about the amazing thing about Bucket of Vampire Slayer and Doug Jones and the as in the as a gentleman in the episode Hush. And I based my role in Dracula uh, with this scary, smiley guy um, off that role with Doug Jones' performance. And so it was off to the races and this inspiration, inspiration came in. And so that's how that kind of, I think, began and was, you know, um, further along for where I'm at now. You know. It was a oh, highly creative time excellent. in, in, wow. in yes. our town at that time, too. Like you were doing a lot we were all doing a lot at that time, theater and film stuff. It was kind of booming in like 2008, 2009, 2010, like that. It just yeah. kind of snowballed into just a lot of things um, and uh, just kept going until we all were like, okay, it's time to leave. <laughs> it's time to go yeah. and get to a bigger, bigger market and work uh, work on uh, bigger things, you know. It's uh, just the, the way of it, but yeah. Yes. 
Indeed. Oh, that's that's so great to hear, Kevin. Oh man, thanks for thanks for sharing thanks, all that Brian. stuff. I, I, I'm always curious about that. It's like what you know, what got everyone into the industry? Everybody has their own superhero origin story, what have you. Um, you know, I, I yeah. got I got my own John Williams with Star Wars and everything, and with with music and uh, everything. Yeah. But but you know, people like yeah. you who are you know the 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 genre fix, you know, the horror horror aspect of it. What what made you? As I'll say it again, it's not my favorite genre, but I appreciate it and. I've realized how powerful it can be and how popular yes. it can be with great performances and great actors and great um, special effects, makeups, what have you, and everything. So, you know, I always want to, I always want to hear that from actors and creators and artists and things. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. And, and one thing that really, uh, really motivates me in doing theater and film, but, and it's really uh, in theater, it's, 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 it's almost immediate is I love, making people feel, um, or not making people feel, I allow, um, allow, I like to allow myself to allow people to feel, to experience something, um, emotionally, um, uh, whether it's, it's fear or sadness or humor. Uh, people say like, yeah, I don't, I don't like horror movies. And even some people at, uh, the, the, uh, some of Montpelieu mentioned this to me too. Horror is not my thing, you know. I'm I'm really a scared person, um, and I understand that. But like, where I really really uh, love and thrive at is like uh, scary humor. Like that's why I often play like a scary clown in a lot of ways because I have gotten so many people doing scare acting like at haunts. Like I did one here in uh, in San Fernando Valley a few months ago, a couple months ago, playing a scary clown. It's it's very very hard work, but boy, it is. Um, just going sweating in this latex mask, hardly breathe, dust, breathing in dust, like every day. And like in people's just working with people, but it's amazing to me that, uh, this world and our, and lives, people's lives can be very challenging. And that's always the thing with theater and movies and just art itself is that it's an opportunity for people to step away from their lives. The hardships are going on, uh, with, with maybe with their bodies or other people around their family, whatever government politics, whatever. And it gets them out of that and allows them to experience something going on. It's almost like a roller coaster ride. You're not going to think about like what's happening in Washington DC politically. If you're like on this roller coaster that's dropping down like real fast, cause you're there in the present experiencing and feeling. And I love being, um, a person, an individual, uh, to to present that for them to to be there and my own piece available to that and directors and producers have their own piece too because they put they it's all about um presenting it for the for, for the audience so we all do our, our our parts and pieces and to make people's lives and the world better and so yeah that's why i just thrive that's why i think this is a I think George Cron mentioned it to some degree. Um, George Cron is our uh, our old acting coach and teacher and friend and, and all that stuff. And he said that you know um, acting uh, is a very important. It's not. It's nothing small. It's a very important skill set. A very important profession that is definitely needed in the world. Um, and it's needed. And there's immense value behind it because of what we're able to perform. It's just. It's. It's a very important skill. And profession trade. 
And, and I don't think it doesn't matter what genre people want that escape going to a movie theater, going to watching a movie, yeah. going, go, going to a live action theater, uh, going to a haunted house, what have you. I think people want that escape just from for a few for a few moments, for an hour or so. And I, you know, that's I think that attracts a lot of people to these type of things. Uh, but also, you know, it's totally dependent on the on performers like you and people that are dedicated to entertaining people and performing for people and that that's that's another you know that's a huge aspect to that whole entertainment industry is that people that are dedicated yes. and are willing to you know put themselves all in to these performances whatever it is movies acting haunted houses it doesn't matter um to, to enter to entertain people you know and obviously now much more so during october you know halloween coming up much more so uh, mm-hmm. but, but I, I, you know, I, I really hear that aspect of it and, 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 and your contributions to the, to the genre and everything. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. And I, I fully agree. That's yeah. We're right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is great. Nathan's gone quiet. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I'm, a, uh, that's unusual. That's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Introspection. No, I, <clears throat> you know, the, uh, um, when we're talking about the the kind of mentality uh, that you were talking about, that George Cron and and others have uh, expressed about how actors are needed, and I I, I completely agree with that. I also think that uh, Kevin, you know, individuals like yourself and and some other people I know, people that come up in the in the acting world, uh, in the filmmaking world, that have come from theater, that have come from indie films like literal indie films like scrapping it together because there's no money right there's a different kind of a work ethic and passion involved in that because even like people behind the camera you know the gaffers the dps the directors the producers everybody's wearing like 95 billion hats we're all doing Mm -hmm. everything all the time just to get it off the ground because it's so hard and when you get into movie making as a business and you get into the actual industry the larger industry everybody's got their specific jobs and we've talked about this brian many times you know on the show um you know how every single person has their one job and the bigger the production the more specific those jobs gets and and the the more they kind of isolate you like, oh, no, you can't do that because that's your job and this is my job, right? Yeah. You know, but when you come into it and you move up, um, there's a passion to it of let's get this done. Let's birth this baby together kind of a thing. And I think that that does that comes through. And I think that's why there's still a love for a love that you don't have for the spectacle of a large movie, uh, a large, um, you know, like a big studio film um but that indie films are still so popular. Indie horror is still so popular. And even those movies, the, the, you know, kind of schlocky movies or, or cheesy movies from the eighties, the seventies, things like that, because they were, they were made on shoestring budgets with these directors and these producers and these, these teams of creatives that were just, how do we do this? Let's figure it out. And they were doing it. And, uh, us coming from this same world, I think, um, there's a, there's a, a love that we have for the process and for each other that will always come through in our, in our work. Um, you know, Kevin, you, you have that, that passion, even if you're in on screen for like two seconds, it comes through. And oftentimes you're everybody's mm-hmm. favorite part in a movie. If you look at, um, look at the, uh, Jeff Williams movie that we did together, uh, the fun movie, everything you yeah. play a character lovingly called Chester, the molester. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Chester is this like dead guy that pops up out of the ground in one scene near the beginning of the movie where uh, Jeff's character, uh, Jeff was the director, the writer, uh, producer, but also the star of that movie. And he pulls you up out of the... uh, out of the grave and you're this like dead rotting corpse it's still one of my favorite makeups i've ever gotten a chance to do on you it yeah, took like yeah. six and a half hours it was all build up yeah. you know but uh-huh. you oh, you look so great you did such a great job it's this like weird comedic twitchy performance that you gave yeah but people still talk about that like that you know that's <laughs> totally a that's good. a you know that's a movie that's got a lot going on in it you know there's a lot of cool effects in it, yeah. a lot of this stuff and people are still like that scene with kevin coming up out of the grave like a lot of people talk about that and um i think that that's yeah. um that's kind of a testament to the love and passion. It's not just uh, how creepy you look or whatever in a thing. It's just this level yeah. of like dedication and, and throwing yourself, you know, without any regard for, for, uh, I don't know what, what I'm trying to like, not a sense of propriety, but like, you know, it's, you just throw yourself all in whatever you're doing all mm-hmm. in. And that's what I think makes somebody successful in this, in this industry. Mm-hmm. And I think it's only up from here for you. And I'm, I'm very excited to, to see where your career grows. And I'm, I'm excited for us all to work together on another project. Um, you know, yes. we've got some things we've been t- chatting about developing and all of us love working together so much um, that whatever we do next, it's going to be bigger and better than anything we've done yet. And, We've had some fun ones, so I'm I'm excited to see where we yeah. go from here. Absolutely. <laughs> and and Kevin, you'll have to come back down to our level to uh, finish that project, whatever it may be, because you're headed into the stratosphere. Uh-huh. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> not sorry. No, I'm Wait not sorry. To, I'm not. I'm not sorry to say. I'm happy to say. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's going to cost a little bit more money, you know, uh, to get the SAG uh, production going on. And, you know, so that's <laughs> that true. Stuff, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. But I'm full of game. But that's the thing is that, you know, I love and I miss producing or, and producing producing with Nathan and doing things. Because like, like, just like Nathan, Nathan's an actor. He's a writer. He's a director. He does, he does it all. And I love doing it all, except for the only thing is I'm not a writer. But I love to not yet. to look at Nathan's. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I, I do love to to uh, copyright Nathan's scripts and uh, make lots of revisions of uh, typos. <laughs> yeah, Kev, I always gave every episode of Shadowbound went through Kevin, and Kevin was like, "Nathan, do you have to do so many commas? What's up with the commas? Why are you?" <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> we argued about a few of them. I'm like, "God damn it, that comma is staying in there, Kevin." <laughs> love, I'm a comma. I'm a comma nut. I love commas. I break uh, up everything with commas because I write in dialogue uh-huh. form so it's like lots yeah, of commas uh-huh. but kevin's All like right. nathan the commas <laughs> <laughs> a little excessive but one of, yeah but one of the best uh one of the best uh eyes uh like for technical stuff because I'm, I'm pretty anal retentive with scripts but you know when you're writing man you see the same yeah. thing over and over you just miss it you miss it and then you get into production yeah. and you're like oh my god and you see these things and you're like oh how did this make it past and so i knew early on at some point it was like <laughs> Kevin, I got to give this to Kevin because his keen, he's very attentive to detail as well. That's why we're great produ- producing partners, I think, is uh-huh. we both, we both passionate, but we, bo- and we both have attention to detail, but in different aspects. And, um, there's this good give and take. So I, I'm excited to produce something yeah. with you too, again, Absolutely. very soon. Cause I mean, Shadowbound, you know, was one of the biggest and, and most challenging things that, that we've done. And, and I'm, ready to get back on that on that boat but yeah definitely now it's uh you know i think we're all we're all dealing with unions and we're all dealing with <laughs> larger scale ideas and projects now that that can't yeah. go backwards gotta constantly go forward so it is it's yeah. uh you know indie films are indie films but 
gots to find that money to do them. Yep. So <laughs> that's always that's always an obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The creatives and the and the financiers. So that's what we gotta find are those financiers to finance us creative types. And then <laughs> then we'll take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, if you can keep starring in big budget movies, maybe we get some weight with your name on these, some of these projects. Then right. the money, uh-huh. then the then the money will come in because of your name. I'm, I'm not kidding, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. I'm not kidding. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, it only helps the cause. Yeah, just keep oh, on, absolutely. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll try my best, guys. <laughs> <laughs> keep that smile going. Keep that smile it's going. Right it's all on me now. You're gonna be, you're gonna be on the face of Smile Two. You're gonna be on the poster of Smile Two. It's your, it's gotta be your face. Come on, Smile Two, Smile Mama, Smile, Smile Two, Nightmare Mom on the on the on the poster. Come on. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for if they want to go that direction. Let's do it. All right. All right. <laughs> do you have big plans for Halloween, Kevin? Um, uh, myself, uh. My friend, our friend, TJ Peterson and his wife, Sarah Tomko, they're doing um, this this uh, Halloween thing, a uh, little party thing. So uh, I need to know exactly what, what's going on, but it, I think it's, there might be some kind of like uh, theme, uh, story theme going on with it. So we're going to do that, but uh, that's on another day. But on Halloween proper itself, nothing necessarily on, on that day. Right, yet. It's on Monday. So womp, just, womp, yeah. Which is crazy. That's like just all coming up, like uh, ne- like next week. I know. And, uh, I mean, a little over, a little under two weeks or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. TJ um, hit me up the other night, really late here because I'm in Central Time uh, in Chicago. But TJ hit me up the other night about an effect that he was wanting to do, and I don't know if it's for the party, so I'm gonna not tell you about it. But uh, <laughs> but cool. he was asking probably, for some probably. advice. He yeah. was asking for some advice Probably. on something, and so I was like, I was trying to walk him through. I was laying in bed. I don't remember what time it was, but I don't even remember if it was late. But to me, it felt like it was like one or two in the morning. I don't know if it was, but I was like, yeah. TJ, just do this. What about this? Try this. And I was like problem solving for him, trying to help him out with his issue. Um, again, I'm not going to say what it is because I, I don't know if it's yes. going to be a surprise for you at this party or whatever you're doing, but... Um, probably will be <laughs> knowing TJ and Sarah, they probably have something really cool in mind. <laughs> so uh-huh. yeah, but TJ and I actually but, just um, worked on a, a horror movie, um, shot in St. Louis. I did makeup for that. Um, and then, which I don't really do much anymore at all. Uh, but my agent set that up and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Um, it's a, it's a little short film, uh, indie film in, uh, in the projects of St. Louis, but <clears throat> excuse me, the director was, a. Uh, a really wonderful woman uh, and her family produced this out of uh, I think they live they live in California and I think they live up in uh, San Francisco area if I'm not if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. but anyway it just went to uh, the St. Louis Horror Film Festival there but they needed an editor and I was like I'm going to reach out to TJ because I know he does editing and I sent it to him and TJ wound up editing their movie and apparently they loved him and they had a great working relationship and everything. So TJ just edited that. Um, I sent them your name too, Brian, to do music for it, but I, I don't know if they already had something. I, I got that thing and then I sent him to my um, website, but I have a feeling that none of the music on my website would fit <laughs> the genre that they're going with. So I'm, right, I'm it was try- a pretty try- bleak horror film. 
Yeah, I'm tr- no. I'll, well, I'm trying to get an animated show, you know, where I'm the sole composer. So mm. that I don't think there's anything mm. on there that ap- appealed to that genre, <laughs> that we, or that or that project that you're talking about. They go and listen. It's like Dee? it's like what Dee? the hell is this? You know, girl. Sounds like sounds sounds like a kid's show. It doesn't work for horror. Not right. Yeah, I mean, I I talked talked you up and was talking to them about Shadowbound, but I don't think I sent them anything on Shadowbound. So. Oh, okay. Well, but there's, that there's... music too is different, a different style than what they would have gone for for this. I still haven't seen the final product, but I've heard it's great, and I, I really enjoy okay. working with this team. They're gonna make it into Kevin. Just a, it was a short, but they're planning on making it into cool. a feature too. So ah, awesome. Uh, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, well. I hope you do have a, a good Halloween, and I hope you you and uh, Anna dress up really well and do something fun. Uh, How could they not? Come on! I saw I saw pictures of that of the makeup she did on you as uh, Reverend Kane at uh, oh, yes. Son of Monster Palooza, and it looked fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. it was good. It was subtle. It was more subtle than I actually thought. They went Kane from the first movie, or from uh, Poltergeist Two, not Poltergeist Three, Kane, yes. where he was like yes. a different actor, of course. But like, what Julian, who played him? In the first Julian movie? Beck. Julian Beck played Julian him in Beck. the second movie, right? Or in third yeah, in as three. A second movie, yeah. Oh, in, in two or three. In two. He's in two, I know at least. Okay, I'm Julian sure Beck played him in three. two. Okay, yeah. And so he and but he had already yeah. passed away by the time they did three, and then they had that other guy in makeup that they were yeah. trying to make look like him. And that's what I thought they were gonna do though, is that really because you're not old, you're a young uh, man. So I thought they were gonna yes. do that really but no, it was really it was a beautiful, subtle, creepy makeup yeah. that they did and I, I love the pictures. So Brian, have you seen those pictures yeah. of Kevin yet? I I, I yeah. see them all the time. Your Instagram feed, I mean, it's just oh, yeah. horrifying. I you know, again, I'm not a huge horror <laughs> fan, so I tr- I try not to look at them too much because they truly give uh-huh. me nightmares. Nathan sends these pictures to me of the, of the masks <laughs> and the things he's doing. I'm uh-huh. truly I I am truly terrified. So yes, I acknowledge them. I appreciate the artistry, but I try not to stare them too much because they just they they tr- they do give me nightmares. They do. You guys. Well, for those guys. of you yeah. who yeah. love oh, nightmares, you got to check out Kevin's Instagram. <laughs> okay. Follow go. Kevin Kepi. Kevin, uh, what's your what's your handle on Instagram? Yeah, just at Kevin Kepi. So yeah. Oh, it's right at Kevin Kepi. Okay. Excellent. At Kevin Kepi. Easy peasy. <laughs> and on Twitter, he's he's always uh, posting about the cool things he's doing out there in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, we're just so so glad to have our friend seeing this kind of success that you're seeing and uh, we're glad that we were able to have you on our special Halloween show too Kevin so thank you so much for joining us it's such a pleasure to see your smiling face again and we love you Mm -hmm. we miss you and we're just we're really proud of you Um, and uh, all of you out there thank you so much again for uh, for joining us uh, today for the episode and um, we uh, we hope that uh, that if you uh, if you like what you hear you tell your friends you share the show and um, you can always hit Brian and I up on uh, social media as well uh, or shoot us an email we would love for you to join the conversation and uh, thanks again for joining us thank you guys thanks so much Kevin this is great happy Halloween happy Halloween (laughs) love you guys thank you thanks for having me (laughs) 